0: Going. go. Go. Oh, oh, there it is. There's a pointing quick, for a go. Quick lesson. Yes, there's a quick lesson here. We're going to talk about it. We got Ben here. So Ben said he felt pretty good about the material. So we'll see here in one Ooh, second. Oh, I can't wait.
1: Felt pretty good about what material?
0: You were That's, just saying oh, well, yeah, he yeah, felt yeah. Good no, about his FPC material I, stuff. So, yeah, yeah, you were just whatever saying how you know everything. Yep. I don't
1: I don't definitely don't know everything. <laughs> we'll we'll <laughs> just but. wait for the flickering or
0: whatever paper you're doing over there. I didn't uh are you done, baby? What? What were you,
1: were you <laughs> yeah, what I'm whatever done.
0: you were doing. Okay. <laughs> like I have impeccable hearing. Me and Jason okay. were just comment, commenting about that. You know, like we were listening yes. to the uh what was it, Rocky song?
2: The yeah. Rocky yeah, in yeah, public. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So here's your uh here's your case and your quick lesson here. You got nothing to do with hearing. So you have a uh person with a history of congestive heart failure. You with me? Uh chest pains.
1: I was listening to this in the grocery store.
0: Oh, were you? Completely this. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Would well, you want to finish this scenario for Ben?
1: No, thanks. Okay.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, good. So we're back to it. Um, so you had some chest pain, no STEMI. You know, he's you're taking him to the hospital for a non STEMI, uh, from a regional hospital that's not a cardiac hospital. You with me? Okay. So he came in, he, uh, it was a uh, sinus on the monitor, uh, sinus tack, about 122 on the heart rate. He is uh, shorter breath, uh, crackles, rails, whatever you millennials want to call it now. Um, bilateral lung sounds, uh, satin 92%, and your uh, 12 lead again is clear, other just a sinus tack, not wide or anything and you're looking at a blood pressure of uh, 70 over 40. So how are you gonna treat this dude? He's awake, alert-oriented, pain is like a four. This is pretty cool, we played this game the other day at the uh when we were doing the review class i wish i could call it a cool name like bees and ladders right bees and Ladders. <laughs> so
1: i like it this is coming from a facility so i'm assuming he had all his basic acs treatment correct
0: uh well see that's the thing people you make the assumption that, that a mad. hospital is actually doing shit but they're really which is
1: really, hilarious they don't
0: a, a lot of times it's just a petting zoo that you just went to
1: <laughs> so
0: true. they haven't done shit.
1: so it's dark. start so with look that. at Definitely. Is he, is he? Do they have him on anything? Or I'm just picking no, guy up and No. He uh...
0: just. They put it. They were nice enough. They put a couple IVs in for you. Did a few twelve leads. Did I think they got a ch- twenty-four chest X-rays. <laughs> um, this may be a day that she actually gets a timeout and not be here.
1: <laughs> what?
0: This, oh, okay. <laughs> So, so what would you call this, first of all? So, uh, rails, bilateral, crackles for the millennials out there, uh, history of congestive heart failure, chest pain, shortness of breath.
1: I mean, he's, he's obviously having uh, an acute issue. So, so, pulmonary edema or...
0: Yeah, and, you know, it's not impressive, the pulmonary edema. You know, he's got, like, a sad in the 90s, but it's not that you can, like, there's not like the coffee maker dude, you know, but it's there. You can hear it.
1: Yeah. You know. My 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 big concern is the his obviously the blood pressure for perfusion reasons. So I'm gonna do a full assessment. I'm gonna check everything that they've done that like all the all, all the basic stuff, obviously. Understand that understanding that he's uh possibly not got, gotten treated for ACS. Or however he came there, okay.
0: um, I mean they did uh,
1: twelve. You know, oh, oh, um, do you want to treat the ACS? I mean, if he's having chest pain, uh, as long as there's no contraindications right away for for anything like at least aspirin. Yeah, you can do the aspirin. And some shortness of breath, you know, I'm gonna check out some O's. You yeah, said what was the saturation?
0: Uh oh, like '90s, 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 '92.
1: Okay, and I mean the blood—the blood, the blood pressure is concerning me. I'm gonna look for any kind of pedal edema, run run through run through everything for my assessment. Um, yeah, he's
0: got the edema. He's got everything. He looks like the cardiac guy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: My only concern, my my big concern, would be the blood pressure because it feels like I feel like it's not
0: now. It's sixty over twenty. Yeah, bees and ladders. <laughs> um see you know it's funny because it, 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 everybody uh, i love how mike uh schultz says it today because his favorite mike tyson quote everybody has a plan yeah. till you get hit in the face <laughs> so i'm thinking i'm thinking <laughs> fluids well, he's got rails, sir. I, well,
2: yeah. yeah, but the way that you the way that you made it sound was it wasn't a big since, deal.
0: Since since you are going to give the fluids, and you let's say let's say that you are going to give this guy fluids.
2: Okay, what's your dose? Um, twenty milligrams, twenty milliliters per kilogram. Well, that's fucking wrong. It'd be <laughs> no. ten ml per kilo. <laughs> ah, man, I was so close. You have Korea. to be judicious,
0: right? Yes. Judicious fluid administration. Yes. So obviously, we need a presser on this
2: guy. Yes. Right.
0: We don't want to increase
2: the heart rate anymore.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah heart rate's already high, uh, so we will not need it. Yeah. So what pressure do you want to give there, Jason? Well, <laughs> the, I'm sure it's going to be the wrong one. Go ahead. Give it to so, me. So, uh, Norepi. Okay. There, Jason's picked a nor epi. What do you want to give there, Ben?
1: I would probably start out with Epi.
0: Okay. Hey, Ben's doing an Epi. What are you doing, baby? I love this game with her. Dobutamine? Goddamn, Jason. I, t- I Hold on I to that was, thought.
1: <laughs> I, w- I was actually going to say the butamine. Even right. though you know it's not my favorite. I mean, it's, I love Norepi more, but.
0: Well, let's talk about this. So, does this person have a yeah. high systemic vascular resistance right now?
1: Oh, that, that's not the question I thought you gonna...
0: Yeah, he does. He does. He's in cardiogenic shock. Okay. That's what you're dealing yes. with, right? right? So, so, the afterload's high on this guy. So, he's got mm-hmm. high afterload. But, and he's got a, what kind, what's the hypoxia here, Jason? I love this. My favorite Jason game too. <laughs> Cardiogenic shock. Hypo.
2: hypo, hypo no, no, no,
0: no,
2: no. Well, it would be hypoxic hypoxia, right? Because he's,
0: no? you I mean, you could have a secondary hypoxia hypoxia, but I would say it's a stagnant
1: it's cardiogenic Uh,
0: shock stagnant right blood's not moving forward it's moving backwards okay right or just stand still yeah so so you're dealing with cardiogenic shock that has a high afterload on this Mm -hmm. basin right so high afterload Um, so do you want to give norepinephrine here because norepinephrine is gonna increase the afterload; So it's gonna increase the workload on this heart you know what I'm saying so it's not gonna really help you in this situation so you want to give a pure beta pure beta drug you wouldn't give epi because the heart rate's already high right? right so you already have a tacky heart rate yeah epi would not not really call for on this one but the dobutamine is actually going to increase the uh the is inotropic the dromotropic it does a lot of different things but it's pure beta mm-hmm. so it's going to have uh it's pretty significant beta one effect where it's going to make that heart squeeze really nice at a pretty good steady pace which is already doing it anyways and then you're going to Vasally dilate. You're going to have that arterial dilation that happens. You're going to reduce afterload. So it's actually a really nice drug. Now, let's say you you wanted to use the norepinephrine.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. So you want to use norepi. What other drug would you use in combination with the norepi? Let's say that the test question told you this guy has a uh, balloon pump in place. Okay. There's a balloon pump in place to improve the coronary uh, uh, perfusion. They got norepinephrine that started on this guy. But again, not my favorite on this one. Like I wouldn't really use it, but let's just say that's what you have. Uh, What other drug can you consider using for this? Is it a
2: drug that would lower the... They
0: reduce the afterload, but also still keep the heart pumping effectively. But would it immediately
2: do it, or is it something that is going to take some time?
0: It's a good afterload reduction. No, and it, it works really well. And they usually every time. What is it? Immediately it would do it? Yeah. yeah. Okay. You know, you know um, I don't know what your definition of immediate well, is. Well, I'm thinking
2: you know. I'm thinking of like bicarb to flush everything. Out. Oh, that's yeah. what I was.
0: Never the answer. No. You, 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 <laughs> you, Mike Tyson should hit you in the face on that one.
2: <laughs>
0: what do you think? Well, you, and it's a good one. A lot of people don't know this, but I'll give you the class of drug that it is. It's a phosphodiesterase inhibitor. Phosphodiesterase inhibitor.
1: So, okay.
2: Trish, what do you got? I, mean,
1: I forgot what it's called, but I know.
0: I call it device lube. So if you ever hear me talk in class when we're talking about this, is device lube. It's like, think of it as the astral glide of, of, uh, for the heart. And for the oh, millennials out there, I like to so explain this. Around. So, like, yeah. let's say you're about to have anal. You want to use some good lube. Yeah. Because you're about to put some in the ass. Oh, yeah. So imagine if you're about to put something in the heart's anus. You want some uh, heart anus lube. Mm-hmm. Um, and that would be milrinone. <laughs> Milrenone. That's Milrenone. Milrenone. Primacore. And you know. Prime the core. Prime the core, right? Primacore. It's a fucking neat name. I love it, it. it. I didn't come up with it. You know, the Milrenone man came up with it. <laughs> but, you know, so it, it's funny because I bring these pressers up like this in the class and, like, you know, um, I give them the simple like here's two or three questions you got to ask yourself when you're about to give a presser and then um and then you know pick the right one right and it's um it's so hard when you in the class because i make it sound simple and people still don't trust you no like it's so it's so (laughs) funny it's like they're like nope that ain't it yeah like, okay, well, answer however the fuck you want. I mean, like, I passed the test, right? So yeah, I passed the motherfucker. You, you, you answer however you want. Right. I'm telling you, like, how I would answer and how I would break this down. But we do this in real life, too. Now, Jason, you're not wrong for giving um, volume on this patient. Not wrong, not wrong at, at all. all. Not wrong at all. Because here's the thing. You want to do what oh, I can hear an echo. Yeah. Uh, Trish, we got you on echo.
1: Yeah.
0: I- Don't do anything different than you haven't been doing. You got it?
1: Uh, Yeah, I fixed it. Okay.
0: Okay. So um, you have to give somewhat of a, uh, you have to answer the stroke volume question. Does this patient been given volume, or is there a reason not to give it? Got it. But if you are going to give it, you got to know the right dose. Remember that range of of, um, the volume, the warm isotonic crystalloid that we do is 10 to 30 mLs per kilo. Remember, every time we're going to give volume, we're going to give... Something that's calculated for the patient, right? So There's a calculated amount with a desired result and outcome. That's the right answer on the test. It's the right answer in real life, right? Yes. So 10 mLs per kilo, cardiac is one of those considerations, right? Mm-hmm. 20 mL per kilo is the hypovolemic, throwing up, diarrhea patient, some, you know, we're just giving crystalloid, right? Yep. And then that 30 mLs per kilo is that, um, that patient that um, is basically, you know, the septic patient. Mm-hmm so the insensible fluid losses plus the vasodistributive shock you're trying to fill that tank up you know so so you know so kind of use those if you are going to give the volume but there's a significant information in this question to not use volume right because you're you're, you crackle yeah the rails so you know i can check the stroke volume box yep in a sense um but you know there is place uh, the dobutamine the, the is a forgotten question, uh, forgotten drug out there. Um, milrinone is also a forgotten question. Yeah. So um, you know, so that definitely a, a forgotten drug, I should say. So one of those you should consider. Uh, I just took the critical care mm-hmm. exam, um, you know, uh, to renew, and there was milrinone twice on there. Oh, really? There was dobutamine the on the test. That you saw no epinephrine on the test. You, you're going to see all of them. There's a right circumstance for it. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's another one. Let's just do another quick one. All right. All right. Here yeah. you go. This is a good. Same, one. same, same lines. Y- yeah. So okay. basically same patient. All right. We're going to change the symptoms up a little bit. Um, so this, it's female now. Okay. Mm-hmm. Female. Um, Be- 120 to 130 beats per minute on the heart rate. Okay. Right. Hypotensive. Lungs. Clear, satin, low nineties. Severe chest pain.
1: Go. We <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, same thing in her facility. Yep. Yeah. Twelve. Go anything bro. decent?
0: You know, on the twelve, um, it, a little bit of a wider right bundle branch looking cardi, uh, you know, rhythm, but it's a sinus tack Like at one thirty. What does he look like? But uh, CT, they did not do one.
1: Oh, good. Does it, she have that? Like it's one of those emergency rooms that doesn't have a CT. What you asked for there, okay. baby? The QT3T thing?
2: Well, if you
0: said the name right, I would answer that question. S1, Q3, T3. You know what? Um, yeah. I, I'll give it to that you. One. Yeah, there, it is, that is on there. <laughs> okay. So you got an S1, Q3, T3.
1: What's it? That's what I meant. What's that? the age of this patient?
2: Uh, she is uh, thirty nine. All right. So, let' real quick go go do the uh, explain the S one Q three T three.
0: Well, the first thing I'm gonna tell you is that you'll see that on the test more than you'll ever gonna see that in real life
1: because there it's like <laughs> less, less like ten percent. I think I've seen it a couple times. I, I think I've seen it. I've seen it before. It was actually. Jason was in my test out when I first got cleared. It was actually one of the questions I got asked. Yeah, <laughs> and you know, <laughs> it's, a, it's
0: a fancy one, but you know, if you're, tachycardia is your go-to here. You've mm-hmm. got a tachycardia, sudden onset of chest pain, shortness of breath. Yeah. Now, this lady's age, shoe clue. It, it, I, I was telling the guys in the class the other day that um, every bit of information on the test is a clue. And, and, like, the cool thing about these, uh, the critical character, I wish I would know what that noise is.
2: What
1: noise? Sit
0: still. The one that you're I'm making over weird thing. Um, I'm not moving. Well, there was typing. and.
1: That's, no, that is not typing. It's the dog. That, that is a dog. Okay. <laughs> that dog, way. Dog the dog. Like, okay. Choke the dog unconscious. Go that way. It's <laughs> a tinfoil or something.
0: Choke the dog unconscious. So, here here, you, yeah, for the dog lovers out there, we don't really do that. <laughs> you know, just saying. So um, everything's a clue. These tests, the FPC, CCP, the the CFRNs, the CENs, they're not uh, trying to trick you on anything they give you on there. They're giving you these wordy questions to give you as many clues to answer as possible, right? So what does the age clue you into on this patient? The, The first thing I look at is the fact that Am I concerned for a STEMI on this patient right now, or a
2: cardiac event or a non-STEMI?
1: No,
2: I I would say no, just no, because uh because it's not not as much. Her heart rate can be sustained for a while. She's young, so you know. Well, what about what about her age It's important? Is this
0: is uh, she still got a bunch of estrogen rolling around in there? Yep. And as long but, as she got a bunch of estrogen, she's got a cardio protective thing against ca- a plaque. So it's rare, right? right. Mm-hmm. So we know that. This ain't a STEMI. This, this is a cardiac event, though. This is a cardiac event. It's tachycardia. So, onset of chest pain, showing us a breath. You know, I kind of gave you a couple clues there. The, the wide QRS uh, right bundle branch block, I would, I, I would bet money you see that more than you see the S1Q3T3. Really? That's a right ventricular stress pattern. The little bit of a wideness on the QRS, right? So, that, so that's what you're looking at there. So, there's a pulmonary embolus, right? Mm-hmm pulmonary embolus here um kind of a hard shock to treat here still cardiogenic shock right still a cardiogenic shock it's an obstructive shock in a sense more than a cardiogenic shock right so what's the hypoxia obstructive shock stagnant 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 hypoxia yep absolutely man tell you what well that's only because i you just (laughs) (laughs) so uh treating this one could be kind of tricky man because like really they're not gonna get better until somebody moves that clot out of the way right you know
1: um, high flow two, yeah high flow two. Maybe some. I mean, if we could, if we could give her. I don't want to say like reduce that heart rate, but if we could, maybe give her a little bit of fluid. Something that not that a, not a that little bit, I mean, like, but a
0: twenty like, per kilo.
1: Like reduce yeah. on metabolic demand. Like,
0: so I'm tell you this. Was one the pre- of the things the pressure is,
1: was low, right? She yeah, she's okay. hypotensive. Yeah. Little,
0: yeah. Sure. So, so you know what's interesting is all obstructive shocks, with the exception of attention pneumo. So your tension pneumo, you can fix. You put a needle in there and do stuff. Yeah. Tampanot, you can, in a sense, I would say half of the critical care world, transport world, could probably go in there and do an ultrasound pericardiscentesis, right? Um, the other half probably can't because they don't have the tools, not the training, you know, all that stuff for it, right? So that's uh, something out there that, that the future will hold. Now, the interesting part about this, though, when you're dealing with tampanots and pulmonary embolisms, Just about the only thing you can do is give that volume. You're going to increase cardiac output by increasing the preload in this situation. So, like, um, giving the volume. Explain to me where the volume, why, not only is it because you got this thing blocking blood from moving forward through the pulmonary artery, right? Mm -hmm. But think about this. She's tachycardic. Mm-hmm. So what's the filling of the heart doing? It's slowing. It's you're barely filling the heart. Yeah. So you're kind of trying to push the heart to fill a little bit more by giving that volume in a sense. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. So, again, just a couple little quick things there to think about because these things show up on the test and it throws people off. Not every hypotensive patient needs a presser right. in a sense. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And pretty, two pretty similar scenarios change up a little bit, you know. Same numbers, though, they give you the, you know you have it. Both patients, though, they're in shock. What do you think the um arterial blood gas is going to read? Yeah, Trish, <laughs> huh? This is pretty good. Which one? So, what do you think? I mean, I'm not looking for a number here, I'm looking for uh compensated or decompensated, okay. right? Uh, acidosis or alkalosis, metabolic or respiratory both are hypotensive shocky patients. No oh, trick here. No trick here.
1: I want to I want to say decompensated um I really want to say metabolic acidosis with polyrhea. Well,
0: you would be beautiful and right at the same time. Yeah, it's well, a, good. A, a, every single one of these shocks when you're dealing with hypotension um patient in one of these hypoxias right they're in a decompensated metabolic acidosis you're going to be outside that 7.35 right so it's going to be below 7.35 and it's going to be on the metabolic side and the bicarb is going to be high i mean uh, um i'm saying Uh. low you see what i'm saying now it's interesting when you see this like a lot of people think well we would treat this with sodium bicarb right no, the fuck you wouldn't. You fix the shocks problem. Fix the problem. And then the the uh, the the pH will fix itself right. eventually, right? right? right.
1: So, like your body's natural buffer system. Yeah,
0: so there you go. Just a little bit of a little bit of something, something to do it, you know. And and, and it, what made me think about this is I was trying to listen to another podcast doing this, <laughs> and the and damn, was it boring. <laughs> like. <laughs> And
2: oh, you know did they have any fucks given uh, or, they're, they, they're that either, or there
0: was no anal lube yeah, for gotcha. the heart thing in gotcha. there. Like prime, if prime I explain, prime the core. It prime prime the the core <laughs> you're never gonna forget that, right? <laughs>
2: prime You know, the it's, the, it's
0: the <laughs> before you put something <laughs> into the heart, right? If you're about to put, you know, a, a, a balloon pump in there, you're about to put a, uh, you know, any a, a, uh, impella, Elvad. You know, you throw a little. <laughs> On there. We were up. Yep. And then mm-hmm. that's it. Finger that thing up. You know. But you ain't gonna forget that shit, right, right? Right. You know, I may not be the most polished teacher, but I will show you shit that you'll remember. So <laughs> it's a good one. Miss jody have a good time and uh you guys have a good time putting this one up.
1: <laughs> oh man. That's all I'm gonna be thinking about three o'clock in the morning. Carlos me. told me to finger someone's heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: So uh next time, go fuck yourself. Bye.